We just talked about um, in Mara, maybe alternate realities are actual. Episode two talked about what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. And we really dig deep into that. And we found out that Thanos was actually a, a good guy in this in this universe as well. So we're going to dig into episode three. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to Diet Coke. And I have another commercial for them. So uh, let me take my place. Okay. And three, two... One. Dad! What's up, son? The, the remote's not turning on. The TV's not turning on. Huh. Wonder why, son. That's weird. Wait, Dad? It, it keeps on saying drink Diet Coke. There's the same ad over and over again, Dad. Well, son, I think maybe you shouldn't drink Diet Coke. But what? Is, what is it? What is it, though? Oh, let's see. Well, it's right here, son. Uh, zero calories. Um. Wow. Look at that, son. Zero calories. Dad, this is not gonna help me get the TV on. Oh, look at that. Son, it says this will help your TV turn on. Alright, well. It's not like the Packers game is just gonna show up out of nowhere. And it's a touchdown! Oh my gosh! Dad, the TV works! Really? Yeah! You were right! Thanks to Diet Coke! Son, that's incredible! Now let's now let's try to get your mom to watch football. Maybe we could use that for Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Refreshing and invigorating. Alright. Hello everybody and welcome back to Maybe Alternate Realities Are Actual Episode 3. Yes, I know. I messed it up on episode two. I said maybe actual realities are actual. Yeah, no, that's wrong. So, <laughs> I hope you all will enjoy this. After this, a special announcement. Stick with me here. Just had a Diet Coke. Gotta love that. All right. So, um, talking about what if maybe alternate realities are actual episode three. We're going to really dig deep in this. So... In this one, it talked about what if the world lost its mightiest heroes. I know what you're thinking. Now, now this this episode, I actually thought this might have been the best one out of all of them. For a little bit. But then it went downhill. Like, at the beginning, it was just amazing. But then it went downhill, really. Um, but this episode is just amazing until kind of toward the middle of it. And I'll let you know what part I did not like about this episode. Um, I'm not going to say Marvel screwed the pooch on this one, but they, they did add some stuff, which is like, uh, come on. So here we go. Let's get started. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? So now, in the beginning of the episode, we see... Monday, like a, in big on the screen, we see Monday come across the screen and Fury appears with the voice of famous actor Samuel L. Jackson. Great to hear his voice. 
they actually are, well, I, 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 it's a, just a rumor, but they, they're thinking that maybe he might be the next one to be killed off, which would be just disastrous. Um, so Fury starts to talk about the Avengers Initiative in a car, but Romanoff finishes his sentence, then um, starts eating a donut, which is kind of funny, in a donut. So Black Widow and uh, Stark get, I'm sorry, uh, Tony Stark and Fury are talking, and then Black Widow comes up behind him and inserts lithium dioxide into Stark to help reduce his toxins. Remember, because he had it, the chest plate, he kept on having those um, those toxins going in and, and really just affecting him a lot. Um, but so these, he, he, she puts the toxins in, and then all of a sudden he just looks really grim, and then he dies. Yeah, Stark dies. So that was like a, oh, dang. But, but what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? I mean, I was kind of expecting something to happen, but I'm like, wow, all right. So Stark died from that. Um, then it shows Tuesday on the screen, and then we see Thor's hammer. And Phil Coulson, one of the most beloved person in the MCU, is voiced by Clark Gregg. It is great to hear his voice again. He has got to be in my top five favorite people in the MCU. Then we see Black Widow being taken by what looks like Hydra and Crossbones. Now, Crossbones was the guy who betrayed Captain America, and his Hydra crew was there as well. So it's good to see Hydra in this series, even if it was actually the good guys. So Fury talks to Romanoff about some Romanoff about someone inside Shield putting the poison into the thing that was supposed to help Stark and killed him. Then we see Romanoff in the truck with a bunch of agents, and it's kind of like what happened in the elevator. So it's kind of silent with uh, with Hydra and Captain America. And you know how Captain America said some things, and the agents are also quiet, and then Captain America starts beating them all up. Romanov does the same exact thing. So, I, but I just want to say that this part, this part did not need to be there. Like, what what was the point of this part at all? Okay, I'm serious about this. Oh, I love Marvel. I love it a lot. But this, what was the point of this part? This is what happens. All right. So, um, what happens is uh, that Romanov is fighting against um, these agents, you know, and then she beats them all up. But it, it, that never led to it telling us who killed um, Tony Stark and the Avengers. Yes, I said Avengers. More of them get killed in this episode. Yes, it's insane. But I just want to say that that scene, I maybe it was iconic because with, with Captain America, that was the only reason why they would put it in. Because Crossbones is a bad guy. He's Hydra, you know, but in this what if he was... I still thought he was a bad guy, but Fury trusted him. But hey, that's what happened last time as well, you know. And Romanov just destroys them, and I'm thinking, okay, so are they are they Hydra here, or what's going on? And there was no point of it because it didn't tell lead to anything about uh, Tony Stark's death and other people who got killed. Who I will say pretty soon. So I didn't, I'm not understand that part at all. Just not a good part to put in, unless it was for the iconic scene. But um. I think she should have said something like maybe um, does anyone want to get does anyone want to get out of here or something like what Captain America said you know but it, it's whatever um, then uh, we go to Mexico where Thor's hammer is discovered and Thor is running around beating up guards 
<laughs> Coulson gives a description of Thor and he says that Thor is gorgeous. You know, I love Coulson so much. He is such a fun character. I cannot wait for him to be back in the MCU. Hopefully he won't be an LMD like model decoy. That would stink. Um, actually, Easter egg, Tony Stark actually talked about a life model decoy in a, one of the one of his movies. I think it was one of his movies. Yeah. So now, Cole's a life model decoy, but I don't know if they're going to bring him back as a life model decoy or they're going to bring him as himself. Because last we saw, he was in Tahiti, um, but he was in a dream, of course, but he, he was in Tahiti because they wanted to like let him die peacefully. But I don't, I don't know how that's gonna interfere with if, because even if, if he's an LMD, I can't stand it because it's not him, it's not the real Coulson, you know. Um, <clears throat> so Coulson is just great character. If you want to see more of him, actually, just go on to Netflix, watch Agents of Shield. <clears throat> you get to see more, more of the way he fights too, man. This man never backs down from a fight. He is a strong fighter. I mean, literally, he will get punched so hard, but he just keeps on going. Also, he's in a couple movies at the beginning, too. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Avengers, uh, and some other ones, I think. Oh, Thor, too. There's actually um, <clears throat> a clip about him. It's called a Marvel... What's it called? Short clip? No. <clears throat> a short something. And what happens is um, he's at this gas station, right? He's at this gas station on his way to get Thor's hammer, but stops, he decides to get something. I can't remember what it was, but it was... It was like, I think it was a bar or something. And um, while he's there, he's in the back, and then the two there's two people who come in to rob the store and take money, right? And so Coulson's like, hey, hey. And they're all like, oh, put your, put your hands in the air. And he's like, hey, guys, okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Here, you want my gun? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll kick over your own. He kicks him over the gun. Oh, here, you guys, do you want my keys too? You got my keys in my car as well. And he throws them the keys, and then he's like, oh, guys, you want more thing? And then he chucks a bag of flour at them, beats them up. It was awesome. Um, it was, he's just a funny guy. Love, love the character. You got to love the, char the character. Um, so as Thor goes to lift the hammer, remember how um, Fury said, um, he said, don't take the shot to Hawkeye. And Hawkeye's like, I I'm ready to take the shot. And Hawkeye accidentally shoots the arrow, killing Thor. Coulson talks about how Stark got killed and then addresses Thor as Muscle Beach. <laughs> Fury tries to talk to Hawkeye, but he ends up being dead as well. Coulson sniffs Thor's hair as he is dead. Pretty interesting. Then a big Wednesday appears on the screen, and we go to Virginia as Romanoff talks to Dr. Ross. Now, remember Dr. Ross was the one uh, with uh, Bruce Banner as well. Um, and her dad, guess who her dad is? General Ross, who we saw at the beginning of The Incredible Hulk. Not a big big fan of that movie. And also, Mark Ruffalo wasn't acting in it too. Dr. Ross helps her out, and they find out that the poison wasn't biological, and that something hit Stark that was fired from the needle. Also, this is another scene that wasn't needed. Okay, so this is, this is the scene right here. As Romanoff walks out of Dr. Ross's office, she sees a hat that says Stanley's Pizza Parlor. She asks Dr. Ross about it, and she seems a little flustered, and she goes, what? Uh, no, a student left it there. Really defen defenseless, too. And this scene ends up not having anything to do with anything. Literally nothing to do with the murder at all. It's just a, a thrown-in scene. I don't know if this is supposed to be an iconic scene, but I, I have not found anything from it. 
That would be it. Like, it's from Stanley's Pizza Parlor. Unless the murderer worked at Stanley's or his daughter, or, I don't, well, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, so that really did not make any sense as well. Uh, Romanov finds out from Fury that the murderer is killing candidates <clears throat> for the Avengers Initiative. Then Bruce Branner, a.k.a. Mark Ruffalo's voice, comes into play. Good to hear his voice. Coulson is where, uh, where um, Loki and his guards Bifrost to the place to take over Earth because, why not? Loki wants to take vengeance of his brother's death. As Fury is talking to Loki, Fury's phone rings. And this was such a funny scene. Just hilarious. Because Loki is going off about how he's king of, <clears throat> how he's king of the realms and, <clears throat> you know... Blah, blah, blah. And he can't stop from being distracted by the phone because he keeps on going... It's hilarious. Um, Banner, or a.k.a. the Hulk, um, is in a building, and the army comes... And now this scene is the exact same in the Hulk, and where all the army is coming down to shoot the Hulk, and instead of Dr. Ross being with uh, the Hulk when when they're about to shoot him, it's Romanoff. We see General Ross instructing them. Uh, Banner gets shot, and General Ross instructing them, and the Hulk as well. Banner gets shot, and he goes green. Loki unleashes the Tesseract as it goes all over, freezing everything in its way. The Hulk starts to get bigger and ends up blowing up. Then we <clears throat> then we see Lady Sif, who stops Loki. Now, Loki and Fury work together and make a deal, and... If uh, the deal isn't made, Loki has to, uh, Fury has to find out who killed um, Loki's brother Thor. If they, he doesn't, then he's going to freeze everyone and then kill everyone. Romanoff wants to get into the Avenger Files but can't because she needs Coulson's password. Coulson reluctantly gives her his password and a hilarious one at that. Hashtag Steve, 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 I heart Steve 0704. Romanov looks into the files and the camera pans out. So you can tell someone is behind her. And at this point, I was kind of freaking out. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I thought it could possibly be the zombie Captain America because that was in one of the trailers. And also, the music grew really tense as well. Romanov finds out that a lady who is dead accessed Shield's databases yesterday. How is that possible? Romanov goes to call Fury, but the murderer arrives and kills Romanov. So, Tony Stark's dead. Huh, uh, Barton's dead. You got the Hulk dead. Romanoff's dead. And Romanoff's last words to Fury were, Fury, it's hope. It's all about hope. Fury tries to figure out what she meant by that. Colson talks about how there is one name left for the Avenger Initiative that have not been killed yet. And it is actually Fury, as it turns out. Fury says he's not the only Avenger left and grabs the pager Captain Marvel gave to him after she left. This pager was also seen in um, this pager was also seen in the movie Captain Marvel and Endgame when Fury pager before he was dusted away. Fury goes and makes a deal with Loki. Then we see Thursday going across the screen. We go to California and we see the grave mark Hope Van Dyne, beloved daughter of Shield. All noise is made behind Fury and Fury knows it and he says it. Well, if it isn't Hank Pym. Yep, Hank Pym was the murderer. And he wanted revenge because his daughter died. And I get this. I'm pretty sure that Hank Pym was wearing the yellow jacket suit, too. So that made him also more of a villain. Because remember in Ant-Man, it was the yellow jacket 
that was going against Ant-Man. Then Pym goes off about why he killed people. Pym and Loki fight. Fury is using Loki's illusion so Pym cannot get a sense of where he's at. He can't hurt him. Pym gets taken away after he is beaten. Um, Loki talks about how they should be allies. But as he says this, um, he, the screen appears Friday. And it talks about how Loki is going to be in command. So that's how that part ended. Very interesting. Coulson talks about how the Avengers fell. In the ending, Fury finds Captain America in ice. And Captain Marvel is right by his side. Ready to fight. That ends episode 3. 